closed door. I don't know if it's because I'm salty as fuck about the Jets loss last night or what, but the energy that I'm feeling right now is on a different level. I just needed to make this video and this is for all my homies that were supposed to. For all my homies that were supposed to become a fucking NFL star, but they tore two ACLs and now they're 24 and they don't know where their life's going. For all the people that were supposed to be a big time fucking person on Wall Street because they went to fucking Penn or Harvard or whatever the fuck and their parents did it and their grandparents did it and they were gonna do it too and be a hedge fund this fucking house in the Hamptons, that, and they fucking hate it. They hate everybody they're with, they hate people that love money more than fucking anything else, and they hate it, and they're 26, and they're in the worst fucking place in their life, right in here, even though they got fucking zeros in their bank account, because they were supposed to be a fucking hedge fund Wall Street mogul, but that's not their actual DNA. For all my homies that were supposed to be the next fucking hip hop superstar, they grew up with all the people, they knew all the producers, they were in the scene in the clubs at 17, signed by everybody, but they just didn't have that single talent or that song never broke or they got fucked along the way mentally because they thought they were gonna win and they didn't put in the work in the studio or on paper. For all my homies that were supposed to, that are 22, 29, 27, 32, 34, 38, supposed to be a big time lawyer, supposed to marry the girl or guy of their dreams, supposed to, supposed to, supposed to, can we fucking for the first time ever have a conversation of supposed to to who? Who anointed this supposed to? For all my homies that were supposed to, you're still young as fuck, flip the script, take control of your fucking life and realize you have it all in front of you. There's so much to be done with this shit where the world we live in, fuck everybody else is supposed to and start doing it for your fucking self. I couldn't get any entry level job in my own company because I couldn't pass the written test or the math test for the two disciplines, I couldn't. I own the whole fucking thing and the straight facts are I could not work for my own company in an entry level job. Were you always successful? In everything but school. Didn't do well in school. Poor, terrible actually, Um, punted it. And this is where I give my parents enormous credit. Education's the way out for immigrants. Sure is. My mom recognized that I was a merchant, an entrepreneur, and then when I got D's and F's, she punished me. Even though she knew I didn't need school in her heart, she made me know that there was accountability for things. The biggest problem right now is insecurity. Everybody's actions are to get shit to close their insecurity. You have so much time and everybody's in such a rush. They're in a rush because they want to prove something to somebody. Money is not the variable of happiness. To me, life is broken down into complaining and not. So if you're not complaining, well then I have no, I have no advice for you. I'm, I'm pumped, like you did it. I just don't understand people dwelling and complaining. Like listen, I really, really, really would have enjoyed being the quarterback of the New York Jets. But by fourth grade, I looked around, I'm like, fuck, I'm not gonna be the quarterback of the Jets. <laughs> and so I said, you know what? Instead of being the quarterback of the Jets, I'm gonna buy the Jets. There's so many people that are talking shit about how big of an entrepreneur they're gonna be and how much they're gonna achieve and they don't work on weekends. The reason I do a daily vlog on YouTube is don't listen to what I'm saying, watch what I'm doing. I wanna make patience and empathy and gratitude and eating fucking dog shit for 15 years cool, mm. period. Because that's the only way they're gonna get it. Right. 
you know, I worked every Saturday of my 20s. Like I don't sit in my couch and say, I'm gonna be a millionaire and then like jerk off while I'm playing Madden all day. Like people want all these special things to happen but then they're acting like everybody else. And that gets into the Saturdays on in your 20s. Like, or, or just like taking risks or things of that nature. Like, this shit's fucking binary. Either you do the shit that gets you there or you don't. And everybody's focused on the finish line, not the treadmill work and the fucking drinking the fucking egg like Rocky fucking Balboa. They don't want to do that shit. So what should we do, Gary Vee? People should fucking stop complaining. Right. People good, should good figure call. out who the fuck they are. You gotta figure out how to try shit. Like that's the only, like, like you just never know what your favorite food was until you tried it. If you only had chicken, you might have not known that hot dogs were the best. So that's what I love about the internet. These kids have so much option to like watch shit on YouTube and to like, my only answer to Nate or anybody like is just like, try shit. The reason most people who are listening right now are not doing that thing is they're worried about the opinion of somebody. Usually their mother, usually their father, and the reality is, is that your spouse may be the person holding you back and you have to have that conversation. Do you feel like you judge yourself? I don't, and it's what I want for everybody else. We're beating ourselves up. Like, everybody sucks at something, right? Like, we all have shortcomings, and we all have strengths. And for me, it's like, why don't we just audit that? You have to love hard. No. You have to love eating shit. Yes. You have to love people leaving comments saying you suck. Yep. You have to love the process. Figure out what your fucking thing is and stop making fucking bullshit excuses. Who the president is, your mom did this, like, like I missed it, I had that idea for Uber. Then why didn't you fucking do it, dick? People decide no before they try. You've just decided no because the system tells you no. You've been pound, you've been sold no. If you're lucky enough right now to be listening and you're good at what you like, become tunnel fucking vision because there's way too many voices telling you what and how. I want the pain, I want the process, I have the patience, I don't care when I have setbacks. I know that I'm asking for something special and if you're asking for something special, it should be hard. Everybody's saying no. I just say yes. And then if it's a no, I don't give a fuck. You're gonna judge me that I lost? I don't give a fuck what you think. And that's why I get so into that. Because then, then you're not scared to try shit because when you don't give a fuck what anybody says about you failing, you love failing. I love losing. Own your shortcomings, own your strengths, surround yourself with the other shit and stuff starts to pop. Thank you for having me. Like my friends, if you do not spend 2018 completely and obsessively around Facebook and Instagram, you will lose. Toys R Us did two things over the last couple decades that make no sense. One, very early in the 2000s, they outsourced themselves to Amazon. They didn't believe in the internet 17 years ago, so they let Amazon do their fulfillment, which started people getting used to buying toys on the internet through an Amazon world. But most importantly, they just didn't innovate. You know, and when you don't innovate, you die. Like when you don't change, you die. The world passes you by. It's the best example right now of like how in trouble everybody is if they fucking rest on their laurels. You know, if Toys R Us, the dominant niche retail leader of a humongous multi-billion dollar category is finished, 
What do you think is gonna happen over the next six years? This is a calm before the social media storm. This is 2000 all over again. The internet came out, it had a lot of hype, the market crashed, people didn't see returns, and people left it. Borders didn't believe in it, they gave Amazon the infrastructure, they're out of business. Blockbuster didn't believe in it, they let Netflix come in and put them out of business. Social media has had a lot of hype the last two years, the next three are gonna be soft because people are not gonna figure out the ROI, and then people are gonna be put out of business, and huge businesses are gonna blow up and explode and take over in 2013, 14, 15. Wow. Yeah, that's what's happening. We have a room of professionals in this room who say, well my, well my customer's not on Facebook or Instagram, maybe they're on LinkedIn. That is the exact same rationale that Netflix put Blockbuster out of business with. Blockbuster sat in a room and they said, our data shows that people like going to our stores. But by the way, are you really ready to laugh? Here's what the report actually said. They like the experience of going to our stores because they like the ability to open and close and read the back of the DVD cases. Gets better. They enjoy the serendipity of possibly running into their neighbor. This is what the report, you know, by the way, that's my favorite part about reports and data. When you have an agenda, you can make a report do anything you want. Thank you. And then finally, they really like picking up popcorn on the way out. I don't know about you guys, but here is the experience I like. Laying naked in my bed and pressing one fucking button. (laughs) Like, social time at the store, really? Like, that's not gonna play out. Like, like, it's just not gonna play out. Like, there's, you'll find other things to do. There's not gonna be a single convenience store in America in 20 years. Like, 7-Eleven's out of business. You're not gonna go there. You're just not. You're gonna get everything within an hour. Everything, on demand, ad hoc, at the lowest possible cost. You will not believe it. We hold the past on a pedestal and we demonize the future. Like that's just not how it works. And this internet thing, you're sleeping on it. It's bigger than you think. This is it. This is the television and radio of our society. The internet has won. There is no debate. You may not like it, It doesn't matter what you think. Guys, ABC and CBS and ESPN are out of business. It's already over. $80 billion. You can sit, because I gotta wrap up. $80 billion in television commercials and nobody fucking watches them. Over the next three or four to five years, the biggest companies in the world are gonna understand that. That money is gonna go into the shit that I just told you about. That's gonna mean The ads that you're gonna run are gonna go from $4 to $80. And you're not gonna be able to compete with Coca-Cola and BMW. So please heed what I told you. Take your romance or your subjective point of view or you being romantic about how the world used to be and shove that shit in the garbage and get the fucking work. One life, do something about it. Are you scared to do it because your parents won't like it? Um, no, my parents actually support me. Okay, so what are you scared of, failing? Um, not failing, but um, still being at the same place when my friends are at the next level. Huge mistake. You don't want the same thing your friends want. So why the fuck do you care what they have? The biggest reason people are unhappy right now is because they value somebody else's opinion more than they value their own.
have the conversation with the person that's holding you back. The reason most people who are listening right now are not doing that thing is they're worried about the opinion of somebody. I am so devastated that you actually let your grandma's point of view, your mom, your dad, your sister, your aunt, you still let somebody else dictate based on their opinion every action you do and it's your life. The reason I'm super happy is nobody can tell me nothing. My wife, mom, and daughter can walk into my room right now, tell me I'm a piece of crap, and I would be 100% unfazed. That is some gangster emotional structure. If you're not feeling it, find new friends. I'm being dead serious about this. This one is real big for me. The only way I've seen, now that I'm older, that you can build confidence is if you surround yourself with people that are optimistic. Start trimming your friend group and start adding to your friend group predicated on what you wanna be. Like it's unbelievable what happened to me when I got into the Silicon Valley world and started meeting like Mark Zuckerberg and like Ev Williams and Sock and like Travis, like it changed my life. Everybody in this room needs to cut out as much of the noise and time with people that are negative and spend as much time with people that are positive. The people you spend time with are the ones that dictate your mindset. You can limit your time with your mom. You can limit your time with your best friend. You could tell your girlfriend or husband to go fuck themselves. You fucking roll up on your dad, your mom, your sister and say fuck you, I'm out. Because you're fucking toxic, I'll see you in six years if you figure out why the fuck I left. You're accepting to be in that relationship. If you feel motivated by this conversation or you're intrigued by it, Add one new winner friend. Like, you know what I mean? Add one new winner friend and cut one loser friend. I feel like even when I give it away and I don't speak to them, the chatter of them talk like that means you that, like that, that, that means you value their opinion. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Please let this be the video that drills through your head that your life is predicated on when you get real quiet and you can't hear another fucking person's two cents that has nothing to do with you and everything to do with where they are in life. Are you really gonna let those eight or nine people dictate your life? Because you are so fearful of judgment from others that at the end of the day, when you're 87, you will not give a fuck about.